Good morning, beautifuls. Teresa here with KingConceptsNow.com, bringing concepts forward, <laughs> unique concepts forward to support you and uh, to support your amazing nervous system. This actual podcast um, episode is about busyness, no time, lots and lots of clients when they come to me are freaking freaking maxed out and to be honest they don't really know this a lot of times but they have a dysregulated nervous system you can hear it in their voice i have one client right now that you can feel the angst of being in session with me like uh please hurry uh Please hurry. That's what it feels like. That's what the whispers feel like to me when I'm in session with her. Ugh, please hurry. Like, I have so much to do. She's walking around in her daily life, going to work, mothering, being a significant other, all the things with this, oh, please hurry. Right? I know that feeling. Here's something I want to share today. And at first, you know, it may not feel good. And we have to be okay with that. We have to be willing. We want to be open. We want to be curious about, hmm, what am I doing or who am I being in my life that this might apply to, right? I'm going to start out with saying no time. We have no time, right? No time comes from, starts with a very busy mind. Those who tend to have a very dysregulated nervous system feel they have no time. For all, not just some of my clients, we start with slowing down the mind. We start with slowing down the mind and making a list of things that have upset us. Okay, pissed us off since age two. And with that, we get those thorns out of our body and onto paper. And naturally, this can calm the nervous system to realize, to feel the feels of getting those things out of us and onto paper can naturally calm the nervous system. When we naturally calm the nervous system, like sit quietly and make a list, we start to feel the feels of more time and more spaciousness in our life. We are able to self-regulate with quietness and pen to paper. Okay, I'll just say it. I'm calling you to stop being mean to yourself. To stop being somewhat mean to you, to yourself. I'm calling you forward in a way that the quietness and the spaciousness that we create with your homework and stuff is calling you Mm, in to pay attention 
to yourself. The mind, also the body, also the spirit. And I don't sit on the front end and say that to you. I give you homework where you start to recognize and embrace and enjoy the feeling the feels of more time, more spaciousness, more quietness, more peacefulness, right? For me, I call it more serenity. Once I felt the feels of real serenity, there ain't no way I'm going back. How about you? So let's call your attention to this anxious, busy energy. It's kind of like a flutter in the body, right? A flutter. That's what it feels like when you're so damn busy. You can't even think. (laughs) Lots of times that came about via survival. So do you feel the fields of anxious energy, busy energy, the flutter? Even when you're not busy, your body habitually, out of habit, out of patterns, habitually, feels busy. It feels revved up. It feels anxious. It feels intense. It feels tight, right? Excuse me. (coughs) So I want you to start to recognize these things within yourself. That feeling of chaotic. That feeling of walking around on eggshells. That feeling of people-pleasing. Unsettled. Uncomfortable. Frightening. Not some, something that the average person can see in you. But you know, and I know, that those feelings are there. Feeling unsettled. Feeling uncomfortable. Feeling the feels of being frightened. Right? When you start to become quieter through these different homework concepts that can feel foreign (laughs) and maybe a little unknown type frightening but it does feel better than that revved up fluttering revved up, fluttering, anxious, busy energy. (laughs) All I'm doing, my friends, is calling you to feel the feels in your body, to become aware, right? And when we become aware, then we step into acceptance. Yeah, yeah. That's me, right? I was so like that, just revved up all the time. And we are called to break the pattern of this hyper-aroused state. This unease. 
You know, it's, it's a matter of chasing the tail <laughs> or wagging your tail. I want to do things with you that allow you to wag your tail. Things that make you happy, make your tail wag. The opposite of chasing your tail. So what we're going to look at when you go through my programs and or if you decide to start doing this today, right? You can do this on your own with commitment, with understanding, with compassion, with kindness regarding the self is what I call integration, an integration phase. The first thing I do with clients, remember, is to stop them and get them writing. One, that pissed offedness list. What are you pissed off about? The average person that comes into my program has 33 items that they're pissed off about. Yeah, that does mean you're sleeping with someone who might have 33 items at least that they're pissed off about. It's very common. And I also found in keeping my stats that the younger people are, the more items they have. I thought I found that very odd. So back to integration phase. In the process of integration phase, we are rewiring the system. We are breaking up old habitual patterns and bringing in something new, something unknown, right? And with that daily practice then, with a focus on how these things feel in the body, first the mind, right? Then we start to feel it in the body. And then we start to feel it in our spirit. So the whole point in doing the work, which everybody's so afraid of, it's not fearful, is becoming. It's to become. It's about becoming. You know, the state of the body, the breath, the thought, the reactions, all of those things are our responsibility individually, personally, our responsibility, our accountability concepts for what's going on in our B-O-D-Y, our body, our thinking and our thought processes, our breath, our reactions, all deserve, (laughs) if you love yourself, They really deserve what I call sacred pause. Stop. Very few people get quiet. Very few people are devoted to quietness. It's uncomfortable. Busy. Busy's comfortable. Right? Busy also upsets our nervous system. So you start to pick out things that support you in this as well. Like for me, the busier I feel, the slower the music I choose. The busier, the more revved up, the more dysregulated nervous system that I come to the table with, I'll choose the softer, slower music. 
and I'll choose to breathe for a bit. Now, if I'm calm and I'm laid back and I want to clean house, I'll pick the music that lots of fire under my ass. You hear me? Help your body. Love your body. Love your mind. Help your mind. Love your breath. Help your breath. And allow different things to become a support to you lovingly. Right? Another thing that I love to teach and get people started on is in or around transition is the breath. You know, I didn't learn this um, by accident. I learned it with intentions of survival. I got really sick. And my coach was teaching on the breath. And I decided that, I heard her say this too, I could do this. I decided to lay down, spine straight, elevated legs, and focus on the breath in and driving it all the way to my toes and the breath out. It slowed my body down. I set my alarm for 10 or 20 minutes and I did it three and four and five times a day because I was sick. I needed to. My point here too is don't make yourself sick to choose this for yourself, right? I'm not sick anymore, but I still choose this for myself. Laying down, spine straight, breathing, taking oxygen all the way to my toes and back again. At first, when I first started this, I fell asleep. That meant my body needed to sleep. I fought that for just a little bit till I realized the body heals when we sleep. So be okay with that, Teresa. Be kind to yourself. It's okay to sleep. You set your alarm. You can sleep for seven minutes or 10 minutes of 20, right? After about six months, my body stopped sleeping. It didn't need that sleep. Listen to your body. The body mm, holds clues for you. In transition, most don't transition between becoming quiet and mindful, right? You have to focus on that. You have to choose that for you. Choosing to transition by getting quiet, focusing on the breath, resting. Some people call that meditation. I stay away from the word meditation. It's caused too much angst for people. And it's caused too much what they call uh, unsuccessfulness. (laughs) All meditation is, is a straight spine. You can do that laying down. All meditation is, is a focus on the breath. The breath in and the breath out. Of course your mind will spin out. Of course you're able to bring it back to the breath. Right? It's easy. And there is no perfect way to sit up with your fingers together, cross-legged. It's all bullshit. (laughs) You're meant to enjoy this quietness. You're meant to enjoy this breath 
oxygen running all the way through your body, all the way to your toes and so on and back out. You're meant to enjoy that. And you're meant to sleep if you should fall asleep. So we are constantly creating or have the ability to create transition in our life, right? We can transition. We can break and stabilize with more quiet time. Just ask yourself, does this, you know, rev my body up, enhance the hyper activity of my brain and such, or does it calm me down? Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of things can happen to us in life when we start out on purpose, lovingly, quietly, calming down. With that mm, practice, we create a home within ourselves and then we're able to come home within ourselves. We create a different home. It's a quiet home. It's a peaceful home and it's in our body. It's inside ourselves and always, always, always available to us once we figure this out. You can go to a family gathering and you can get triggered and you can go pee and pray and come home to you. Walk back out and carry your peacefulness with you. Your serenity, you'll be able to carry it with you. Mm, Your energy It all regulates. Without these tools, we're constantly being dysregulated. (laughs) Not in our core essence. So it takes a lot of practice with a lot of quiet time to fully feel the feels of how powerful this is and can be to you regarding or under the umbrella of becoming. It's a choice. And one of the calls that I have for you is to choose to make the choice to become more energetically, spiritually, mindfully regulated. Yes? Oh, that's all I want for you. So to recap before we wrap, people who feel like they have no time, that comes from or starts with a very busy mind, large and in charge, I call it. Those who tend to have a very dysregulated nervous system feel they have no time. But when you notice, when you practice this, when you implement 
the choice to have quiet time every single day, if not five times a day, and you slow down the mind and you calm the nervous system with the breath, you drive oxygen all the way to your toes, you create for yourself in a very loving way more time, more spaciousness. You learn how to self-regulate. Once you've learned how to self-regulate with quietness and stillness, you can pull that in. That's your original core essence. You can pull that in anywhere you be. If you're a hairdresser and some client comes undone, you can return to that original core essence in the moment. And know that you know that you know that you are the leader energetically. If a spouse gets triggered, you can know that you know that you know in the moment that you can self-regulate. And you can take a sacred pause. And you can say, you know, let me think about this. Pray about this or whatever it is you want to say. You can take that sacred pause and process it and get back to these people later. That hairdresser in the moment, you might not be able to get back with the client later, right? But you can say right there, right there in that moment with zero fear, fearlessness, because you took a step back and a sacred pause and you returned to your original core essence. You can say, oh, God, tell me more. Tell me more about how you're feeling. And you can keep saying that to that client runs out of ugliness. And your core essence will have a solution. If you include the God of your understanding and your original core essence and the higher self that's within you, you'll know exactly what to do, exactly what to say. That's how it works. But we have to learn, right? Go back to the beginning. We must learn to practice quietness. So we can call upon quietness sacredly in our mm, fluttery moments. God, it works, y'all. It takes a little practice. It takes a little uh, trust. It takes a little faith. You are walking into the unknown. You are feeling the feels of things you have never felt before. The solidness of being in your core essence, your original core essence, and the ability to not insta-react, <laughs> but to calmly respond with tell me more, or let me think about this, I'll get back to you, or going and peeing and praying, or, or, or. My whole point is, you have choice once you've learned this unique, loving, kind way of being with yourself. I love you big. Yes, 
I would love it if you would share these podcasts uh, so that they could help other people. The other thing that we want to say here is that we have, I have incorporated, designed on purpose, with purpose, a two-hour test drive where anyone can bring their challenges to me. I set aside two hours a week to help people. That's a two-hour test drive to try before you buy. I love that. Who does that? Me. I've been a lifelong volunteer. And when the pandemic hit, I moved that volunteerism to my practice. Cannot believe I didn't think of that sooner. Two hours a week, I set aside to help people. Please go share that. Please share my work. Especially if you're feeling the feels of having results that you love, right? Share this so other people can find and get the help that they want to. That two-hour test drive is powerful. And not salesy. God, I hate salesy people. What I believe and what I strongly am committed to is that people are smart enough to make their own damn decisions. They don't need me twisting around trying to sell shit to them. I believe people know when they know. And they know that they know that they know. Yeah, this is a good fit. Or it isn't. It's okay. Just Give me the opportunity to help a few people share some of these concepts. Get in conversation. All right, I'm out. Love you big. I'll see you soon. This is Teresa signing off Mm, at 7.01 in the morning. (laughs) 26 minutes. I love you big, and I'll see you next time. This is Teresa signing off.